right. Okay. Hi guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm here today with Nina. Nina, say hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. You know, all things considered, the sun is shining. It's not 9,000 degrees in New York City. And, um, you know, I think life is good right now. Yes, I love. I'm just honestly really glad that the sun is shining. Like, I hate it when it's hot and humid and like icky. The last few days were just like gloomy and humid. And I'm like, okay, the worst two combinations ever. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I'm originally from North Carolina. So honestly, I feel like I'm constantly prepared for like the worst summer of my life (laughs) Um, because I love North Carolina dearly, but it is so hot and humid for um, about three and a half to four months. So uh, it's nice that in New York right now, it's actually kind of cool outside and not humid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I just want to ask you, why why did you decide to move to New York? Um. So it's so funny. I, my mom lived in New York for like 10 years after college and I grew up coming and just visiting. And I also grew up kind of acting, performing, always loving the theater. And I really think, I mean, truly I had no idea what I was going to do after my life was starting after college. I mean, just no idea. I mean, I knew I wanted to keep doing my company. I knew I wanted to keep performing I was between here in LA and London and all these different places. And honestly, it was one of those things where, and I think a lot of people that live in New York feel this way. Every time I leave New York, the first thing I'm thinking about is I just want to be back in New York. And I just couldn't shake that. I was like, it, the magic never goes away from me. I truly smile walking by piles of trash. Like I (laughs) just love the city so much. And so I was like, if I go anywhere else before New York, I don't think I'll ever go to New York just because mm-hmm. you'll get used to like space yeah, and um, yeah. And, you know, nice pricing and things like that. So <laughs> I decided I was just going to do it. And um, a big part of that too, is the fact that I also do stand up and New York's yes. amazing for stand up. So that um, is kind of, yeah, how I ended up here, I guess. Yeah. And I, I see your stand-up stuff on Instagram. It's so cool that you're able to like balance your company and also do that as well. It's like the perfect balance of your business and your passion. And I don't know, that's such an inspiration for me personally too, because like you said, like I love performing too, but so I think that's such a, that's such an amazing thing that you have that balance. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I was talking about this with my roommate who she's actually on tour with Mean Girls and, you know, she's, yeah, super talented, super talented. And Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where we both during the pandemic were like, we lost our creative outlet, you Mm -hmm. know, and that was so tough because, you know, there's TikTok that I didn't really understand until maybe two months ago. And, you know, now trying with that, but I think it's one of those things where, I need something creative. So, I mean, you know, I write songs and that saved me, you know, for most of the pandemic and I've got, you know, my guitar singing up and that kind of thing. But if I don't have some type of creative something going on in my life, it's, I'm not happy. So it's definitely something that I I love doing. And I think, you know, it's so good to see comedy back and now theaters coming back and all these different things. So um, it's definitely nice to have it all back. I know Broadway and everything is opening and I'm so excited. I feel like it's just, it's been too long that the world has been kind of like dead, you know? Yes. Yes. 
So, I mean, I know how group started, but why don't you tell us a little bit about how group started, why you started it and all things group. (laughs) Yes, of course. So I started it. So by starters, I should probably say, because sometimes it's not obvious. I think it's obvious, but I'm 23 and I started group when I was actually like 18. Wow. Um, Yeah. So super young. I was very much so had the idea for a while and kind of, you know, I had always been the mom of my friend group. I always just wanted to, you know, take care of people, make sure people were safe, but Mm -hmm. also I'm an efficiency person. I'm very type A, you know, I wanted something that safety was going to be in our lives, but it wasn't going to be a burden. And I think unfortunately, you know, safety is really only talked about if something really bad happens or, you know, kind of from a parenting perspective. So I wanted to change that conversation. And essentially my uh, freshman year of college, I was really toying with the idea, just kind of, you know, talking to a bunch of different people, interviewing different entrepreneurs, talking to people in tech. And then right after my freshman year, I was taking summer classes and I basically was like, I'm just going to start figuring out who could actually develop some type of app. And I have exactly what it'll look like and all this stuff. Originally, I wanted to code it myself. It would have, we would have still been coding probably. (laughs) Um, So, you know, someone would have invented it like in so fast while I was doing it. So I decided, you know, let me look for someone that can help and, um, or an agency that can help interviewed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Wow. And then finally kind of got it rolling in the fall of 2016, really just to work on market research, interview potential customers, all this kind of different stuff and launched it in 2017. Mm-hmm. And so that was super exciting. So basically what it is, cause I'm sure people are like, okay, what, what the heck are you talking about? Um, Essentially, group started out as a safety app that was designed for college students, obviously having women in mind, but that was not our primary goal. And to really make safety more fun and intuitive, inclusive and non-invasive. And so that's something we still stand by. Mm -hmm. It is a free app. There's all these really cool things that you can do. We have safe zones. So anytime you walk in or out of one of a safe zone, you are either good or out and about. So it's not saying, Hey, this is exactly where this person is. It's more just saying, you know, this person's in somewhere they recognize or they're not. So that kind of brings in the privacy part of it so that you can use it with people that maybe aren't like your family or your best friends. Um, You can obviously use it with them too, Um, but kind of allows people that maybe, you know, those friends that don't want to be on find my friends, things like that. This, you know, is something for them. And then also you can say when you're ready to go, which could be anything that can be, you're ready to go home. You're ready to go out. You're ready to go away from this person. (laughs) You know, it can really be anything. And then also the alert, which is obviously the biggest part of the app. Um, We have that when you set off an alert that does show exactly where you are. And it asks anyone in one of your groups to call or text you. And so one of the biggest questions that we get is, you know, does it call the police or why does it, why doesn't it, you know, that kind of thing. And we deliberately chose that it doesn't call the police because um, honestly, the biggest thought was with women, most women kind of second guess themselves a lot of times. And we wanted to empower any of our users to trust their intuition to lean into that, lean into their community, to their friends, to their coworkers, whoever it may be. 
um, to really focus on, you know, being comfortable in a situation that maybe you do feel uncomfortable, but you're not sure if it's the worst case scenario. We don't want people to think that you're either safe or you're You're about to be involved in tragedy. So, you know, we wanted to bridge that gap. So that's kind of the thinking behind that, but that's the app, the app's free. And then kind of what we focus on now is we, and you know, this is not really our front facing part of the company, but we do a lot of B2B stuff. And so that's actually Mm -hmm. like how we operate and how we make money is we, work with, you know, companies, nonprofits, organizations, universities, really anyone that needs safety. And we onboard the app and then we deliver the analytics so that they can mm-hmm. help improve, have some type of long-term solution. And we also have partners that we schedule trainings through. So if a you know company needs sexual harassment prevention training or they need diversity inclusion training or mental health resources, we have all these partners. So it's kind of like this one-stop shop and they also have a long-term safety solution. So that's usually my main focus is, you know, working on those sales and everything. And uh, yeah, so that's like a lot of me talking at you, but that is group. I love that. And I love hearing, everybody's always like, oh my gosh, I always talk a lot. I'm like, no, that's what this is about. So I love that we got the rundown (laughs) because that's what we need. where did the where did the name come from? Because it's such an interesting name, G R O O O P, right? Yes. So um, the reason it has three O's and yes. not two O's, mm-hmm. um, very intriguing. Two O's was taken, so wow. we went with three. Yes. So um, that is you know super inspirational to everyone. Trademarks are fun. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So literally, why it has three O's, but also we did kind of love that it gave it a little more of a fun flair to it because that is our whole thing is we want safety to be fun, which is sounds, you know, kind of counterintuitive, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people, a lot of times people will be like group and they'll get really excited (laughs) saying it. So, um, yeah, so that's why it has three O's. The reason we decided on that, we did actually a ton of research on, I think we went one, one name was like huddle. One was, I don't know. There were so many different ones. And we ended up going with group just because everyone was like, you know, this is something that doesn't have to just apply to the people that are the closest in your life. Like safety can be extended. And, um, you know, we went with the tagline safer together, which is something that um, was probably the best decision we made with our company. Um, And, you know, that's almost a bigger part of our company than group is. Right. Um, but yeah, so it was really just, you know, kind of, we listened to the users and potential users and potential customers and they liked group the best. And you had mentioned how you were interviewing a lot of people, talking to potential customers and all of that. And I think what people fail to realize is that is also a huge part of your company and also making the name, like that's, that's the key part of the company in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, like naming something I think is so much pressure and so hard, like you have to get it right. And listening to the people and talking to them and talking to the people around you was, I think the best decision you could have ever made. And I think a lot of people can learn from that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's one of those things too, where, you know, companies fail because they're not listening to their audience. And that was something that we were like, okay, well, how could we start something without listening to the audience that we're creating it for? So, I mean, it was everything from what colors did people like? What colors did people associate with safety? You know, 
what colors do people associate with only really strict safety and all of that different kind of stuff. And, you know, the imagery that went into the app and, you know, our social media, like all that different stuff is we really wanted to look at, okay, who really is our audience? And, you know, even down to the app icon, I mean, no one knows this except for basically us, but the app icon is technically a smiley face and because it's like the little dot and a G and it looks like a little smiley. Yeah. Like you can't see it, but it's there. And so it's like very much so down to the details of like, okay, people know that like group, it starts with a G, but also, you know, happiness and positivity can be associated with safety. That's something that, you know, we want to be right. in the very subliminal messaging, you know? So there's, Okay. Yes, I completely, I get it. But there's just so much, like you're talking, you're saying we, and I'm thinking you're a college student and you're doing this, you're creating this app. Like I'm in high school, right? So I can only imagine how much it was when you were in college, you know? So you're a college student, you're building this app. Where did you start? Cause you were 18. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because I essentially had the idea and told like three people right. and two of my best guy friends, my parents, and they were all like, this is a really, really good idea. And I just kind of sat on it. And then, uh -huh. you know, unfortunately, all the statistics you hear about sexual assault and crime rates, all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. doesn't matter where you are. Unfortunately, they're true. And, you know, I was lucky enough that nothing ever happened to me. But I had friends that, you know, were part of the statistic, I had friends that you know, we're held at gunpoint in a really safe area. And so I think it's like, and obviously all of them are okay, but I think that it was something that I kind of said, okay, this, this needs to happen. You know, I don't know why I couldn't do it. And so that kind of kickstarted things. And then, you know, that's when you have to fully just rely on other people. And I think women do a really, really good job of you know, helping other women and working together. Women work the best when they're working together, not against each other. And, um, you know, that's not to say that I had so many men that were also helping me and that still helped me. They're on my advisory board. They're my mentors and all of that different kind of stuff. And um, I honestly just spent the better half of a year talking to people that were in tech and talking to people that had started companies. And I was just like, what, what do I do first? And I mean, I still... I still ask dumb questions. I mean, I laugh with my lawyer sometimes because I'm like, I, I have no idea what I, what I'm supposed to be filing for this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I am so lucky that I'm not embarrassed to ask some of those questions. I think that, you know, unfortunately, um, women can be kind of pegged as like not knowing as much and all that kind of stuff. And, I can tell you that I know a lot more than a lot of guys, but I also can tell you that I'm absolutely not afraid to just admit when I don't know something. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think that, you know, just relying on people around me, relying on the resources at my school was super helpful while I was in college and, you know, just kind of getting guidance from people that knew what they were doing and, you know, just, diving in head first because I think if I had just been hesitant then it probably just wouldn't have happened because the more that you believe in yourself the more that others believe in it because if you're like oh I think I this company is going to work then why is someone going to give you their time right and so that's something for me that I've always stressed you know like I've always said you know the second I don't believe in this company is when we should sell 
right. you know, that's, that's when we're, we're done. And because as long as I believe in it, I can have a very high powered CEO on my advisory board, you know? And so I think that that's something that um, has always helped and just having that confidence, but uh, yeah, it was like, definitely, I just kind of started, you know, but that's really nice to hear because like you said, a lot of women just do second guess themselves and they're like, nah, eh, whatever. Like somebody else is probably going to do it. And like having the guts and being okay with not knowing what you're doing at all. And just being like, okay, I'm going to do it. If it happens great. If it doesn't, oh, well, like what's the worst that can happen. I have to shut it down, but at least I know I tried, you know, and what's the best thing that can happen? You know, a lot of people just don't, 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 don't think about that. Like, okay. Yeah. You're, you're vulnerable. You're putting your, you know, there's just a lot of things on the line. Yeah. But the worst that can happen is, okay, maybe your investors are disappointed if you have, or whatever, maybe, right. Maybe mm-hmm. your advisory board may be slightly disappointed, but they're like, it's okay. We believed in you. It's not your fault, you know. We it yep. was a collective thing, so it's not your fault. Okay, we're a little disappointed, but it's not the end of the world. We'll move on, you know. Mm-hmm. And what's the best thing that can happen? This, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I think um, you know it's one of those things too where I think that honestly, a lot of companies that people kind of don't look at the, like how they started all that kind of stuff. A lot of times it is a woman that started it. And, yes. you know, I think that I just encourage so many women to, you know, really do get started. But also I think that something that someone told me when I was in an entrepreneurship program in college is that to be an entrepreneur, doesn't mean that you have to start a company. So that might mean that you are, you know, on a founding team or you join at an early point or, you have an entrepreneurial spirit or you're more of kind of the brains and the coding or whatever it might mean. It doesn't mean you have to be a CEO and a founder. And so I think that, you know, that's something that I have girls that I've mentored, um, guys that I've mentored talking to people at different schools and colleges and high schools. And I've been like, you know, they, they say, I don't, I don't have any ideas. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, you know, if I don't have the idea and I'm like, yeah, but you might be the person that powers it. Or you might be the person that, you know, gets the first hire, or you might be the person that gets the first sale. And that is just as important because being an entrepreneur doesn't mean that you just have to be a founder. And so I think that, you know, that's so important to remember as well. Like, even if you're not, because, you know, that might mean you spend 10 years in one industry and that's how you learn the idea. You know, there's so many different founders that have been so successful because they're like, oh yeah, I worked at, you know, X company for 10 years. And then I figured out like human resource tech and, you know, that kind of thing, because you're not going to just pop out of high school or college with the idea for some really niche thing. Um, So I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, no one really knows how to start. I don't think, but um, that's why you like have to rely on network and, you know, people around you and mentors and all the good stuff. I've in the last couple months, I think I really understood the importance of networking and going back to what you were saying about how people like just don't know, don't know things when they go out of the college or not even that like it's just it's never too late to pursue what you want to do, you know, like Mm -hmm. the founders of Clubhouse. That wasn't their first thing. They did like a thousand things before that. They worked at, mm-hmm. I think, I, I don't know, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Rohan worked at Google for like 10 years because he didn't mm-hmm. have a visa. So he couldn't even like start a company, even if he wanted to. But 
the point is like they're older and they had all this experience. And so that probably helped them on Clubhouse, you know, like they were able to build it up. But yeah, going back to the networking thing too, even that is just such an important factor in building a company. Like you have to ask for help. You need to get help because you can't do it all on your own. You don't know everything. You don't know what people want. Absolutely. I mean, I think networking is so (laughs) important to just, you know, just to be able to know that there's people in your corner. And I think also Mm -hmm. something that someone had told me that I think is so important with networking is obviously it's great to meet a million people, but to make strong connections with a thousand of them is so much more valuable because I feel like I can, you know, confidently reach out and someone knows me, knows my brand, knows everything that I'm doing rather than the person that maybe I'm connected with on LinkedIn from some event. And that's still super helpful, but I think, you know, building um, relationships, like people like to see that you can, you know, form a relationship and also a big part of networking. And I think life in general is, you know, make sure that you are giving as well as taking, you know, I think that that's something that that's how you go into a brand partnership too, is just being like, how can we help you? And then let's talk about, you know, the partnership that we're going to have, because if something's just serving one person, it's just not going to be as fruitful as something that, you know, you see both sides getting something out of it. And it, a lot of people, I mean, I, I think girls and women, especially they're like, but I have nothing to give but you do have some, something to give, you know, you just have to make it so that it's in like twisted into what they want. If that makes any sense, you know, like if I want people, yeah. whatever, whatever, I don't know if I want like an investor, I'd be like, this company is going to succeed and you're going to miss out on money. Right. And that's for you. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. So you come help me and I'm helping you. But I feel like the average woman would be like, but what if it's not going to, but if you emulate it, then you're helping them. And they're helping you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's like, just think, you know, thinking outside of the box can also be so helpful. Like, for example, I have a mastermind with girls that I was actually in a fellowship with. And they're, you know, all different ages all around the country, all different social impact companies. And, you know, we will put on workshops for each other. You know, one girl will do something on, you know, it can be everything from, you know, self-care to, you know, all these different things. And for a while I was like, Oh, what am I going to offer? I don't have any of the expertise in any of these areas. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, mine might be, okay, how are you going to make your pitch funny? Like I know how to write jokes. Like I'm a comedian. And so how are you going to, you know, if you're speaking to an audience, a lot of them have speaking engagements. I'm like, here's how you put a joke in there and actually land the joke. And, you know, so it's like just thinking outside of like, you know, I would have never thought that I was going to bring that in there. Or, you know, I'll say, okay, great. My workshop today is us going on a virtual walk because that's very important for your (laughs) self-care and your mental health. And I do that every day. And it's something that they're like, oh my gosh, that was the best thing I did all week. And, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, you, everybody has a value add. You may not be, you know, the expert on this or this or this on Excel or something, but you know, it's, there's so many things that we can all bring to the table. And even if that's literally just, you know, for the longest time when I was still in college and I was at these huge networking events with this, all of these older women and men, I would say, you know, I can help you with the college markets. Like that was, you know, my thing is I was like, I can give you a college perspective. And that sounded so weird. 
And, but it's very helpful because they're not sitting on campus and I was. Um, so I, yeah, I think it's just kind of looking at literally your circumstances and where you are in your life and, you know, what you can bring to the table. I think it also comes back to like being who you truly are and pulling that into like your life, you know, like, I don't want to, if there's any place, if there's something you do on a daily basis, going on walks, you're a comedian, right? You can wrap that into your day-to-day connections. And that's about like just being yourself, which a lot of people like Mm -hmm. just don't do because they're like, oh, but that's not important. I can't do that. That's not where I'm supposed to show it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not you don't think about it, but that's how you mm-hmm. add the value. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And even just like those networking events and everything, like you said, I would have never in a million years thought, oh yeah, that's a different perspective for companies and they need that because they need to grow. But that's such a good way of putting it because like, you're just, you're, you're there already. Might as well help people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think people, people are so much more willing to help you because in general, people want to help in return. So, you know, even when I'm just saying, Hey, I mean, it'll even be with investors that say no to us. I'll literally be like, thank you so much for your time. Also, if there's anyone I can ever introduce you to, or if there's any way I can help, like, please let me know. And I'll refer companies to them and, you know, build that relationship. And then they'll be like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Let me introduce you to our other investor friend or this other person that we used to work with, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think that that's so valuable to just always be and be genuinely giving, you know, I think that's exactly. easy to be like, oh, here's this or this, but to genuinely give and, to, you know, choose that path of, um, you know, I always say like, choose love or choose joy. That's yeah. what's on the wall behind me. Um, and, you know, I think that that's something just to always focus on and, you know, just leading a life that way generally will get you places (laughs) yeah and I think that's what a lot of people fail to realize like they'll just be like la 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 like here's a person here's this but nobody if you genuinely do it and you're like no I genuinely want to help you you know like I want to help you I want to help your company so if you need anything please tell me you know Mm -hmm. a lot of people just that's just like oh yeah yeah yeah, something you say at the end but when you genuinely Mm -hmm. need it it builds that relationship so even if you don't need anything down the line you have somebody, you know, and if you do need something down the line, they're there. Yep. Absolutely. So what's, we're talking about, you know, what you say. So what's your mantra or your mantra? I would say, I mean, honestly, okay. So I would say either to either choose joy, which is the nice little short one. Um, or I, one of my best, best friends who genuinely changed this world she passed away a couple years ago and she had this quote um that was have fun and look out for the lonely people and I think that that is one of the greatest things and her name's Wynn um and so you know there's two two kind of ways to it on our company website we have something one of our values says hashtag more like Wynn And that is something, and under it says, have fun and look out for the lonely people. And I think that that is something to just bring into every part of your life is A, have fun and B, look out for the lonely people. And I, you know, I think that that can be in so many different circumstances. I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are lonely. I think in the comedian world, a lot of comedians are lonely, but I think just in general, like you know, just look out for other people and also just have fun. And, you know, life is so short, but I think, you know, just living with 
with grace and humility and, um, you know, love in your heart at all times is the best way to go through life. Um, but I think, yeah, have fun and look out for the lonely people is, is probably the, the best one I would say. And I'm so sorry about your friend that, Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet of you. Of course. I mean, that must've been so hard. I can't, I can't imagine. I really can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope no one has to experience it, but, um, she genuinely came onto this earth and then changed it. Um, you know, at such a young age, which is incredible to be able to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she is remembered. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Who was who your biggest inspiration growing up or who was your biggest inspiration to even start group? Ooh, I mean, honestly, biggest inspiration growing up, it's hard to pinpoint, you know, I wish I had like some woman that I was really inspired, but I think my family in general, um, you know, I, I'm, you know, in so many different facets of my family, my grandmother is such a trailblazer and does so much (laughs) and, um, you know, but also leads with humility. And so I think that she is someone that I've always kind of, you know, looked at like, oh my gosh, and she's still doing things like she's still making a huge difference where she is. And, I think also both of my parents, like my mom's an artist, so she's an entrepreneur and my dad, you know, runs a company. And so I think just seeing all of them kind of doing what they want to do is so incredible and so inspirational. I think also because they've always been so supportive has helped me kind of start. Obviously the safety thing came out of left field, but um, I think that, yeah, all all of my family members have always been so just supportive and uplifting and have always said, you know, if you believe in it, we believe in it. And that goes from comedy to acting, to singing, to all the way to entrepreneurship. I mean, even to what I wanted to major in, in college, they always said, you know, like whatever you are passionate about, like we're behind So I think that they have, you know, kind of always been my inspiration to just keep doing that. And I really, as I talk to more and more people, I realize that we're really a product of the people we're around the most and the people we're around the most, especially right now, at least for us, is our parents, you know, like our parents, our family, our siblings, we just become products of them. And I know that a lot of people are not, um, lucky enough to be living in such an environment but for for you for me I mean my parents are amazing mm-hmm. it's really inspiring to see them just do like you said what they want to do what they love doing and even like this I would have never thought that I'd be doing this but my mom was a journalist she had like her own CEO talk show and I'm like oh maybe that's where that came from you know like I would have yeah. never imagined but we're really just like a product of our parents <laughs> yeah oh no absolutely and I think it's like you know, I, you know, also want to have a heavy heart for people that, you know, don't necessarily have that, you know, parental influence and, you know, who grow up in, you know, situations that maybe aren't the best, but I think, you know, it's something that you can, you know, find the family around you and, you know, who you can define your own family. And I think I've been so lucky that my parents are like my best friends, my brother's like my best friend and, you know, just having them and having also just great, great friends and people around me since such a young age. And also I feel like so many of my friends are just kind of like boss babes and, you know, some of them 
have their own side hustles. Some of them, you know, are just crushing it in life. And I think because all of them are such confident, incredible people. And also I have such amazing guy friends that have always been so uplifting. It's, you know, it helps. And so I think, you know, definitely surround yourself by the people that, you know, are going to uplift you. Like I have guy friends that are at every show I have you know they're they're the guys that get me ready for a date and also you know support my company and I think you know obviously the girls have always been there as well so I think it's like you can surround yourself with all these different people um, from all different areas of life that you know support your dreams and um, those are the people you want to be around and I I feel like when people say, when people say like, surround yourself, surround yourself with like the best people you can surround. Cause you become like the five people that you surround yourself the most with. Right. And it's not easy to do it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's really not, it's not yeah, like, okay, yeah. bye. Hello. Bye. Hel-. Like, it's just not yeah. easy to do that. So I want like, it's, it's trial and error. You're not going to meet everyone overnight. It's, mm-hmm it's going to happen. And honestly, like just having, having that support system is so important, but meeting those people, it's not that easy. Yep. Absolutely. And I think also it's, you know, something to be said for, you know, any type of job you also go into. I mean, it's something that obviously I have my full-time job. I'm a comedian. I also like do some work with a company that I'm obsessed with that I went to (laughs) Kilimanjaro with and you know it's every single industry that I'm am I'm in I look to okay who am I surrounding myself with because if you're surrounded by toxicity or you're surrounded by pessimism like obviously you can be a good influence on them but you you have to think about yourself too and I think you know that's something that also you know, you're in high school. I can't even imagine. I mean, some of my high school best friends are still my best friends and I love them with all my heart and, you know, college, you have friends and some of those best friends. I mean, I was just with 17 of those girls that are my closest friends a couple weekends ago. And, you know, then you move to a new place and you find new friends there. And, you know, some of my best, best friends in New York, we became friends like during COVID, which is hilarious. Um, and so I think it's something that it's okay if the amazing people are kind of, you know, rotating. And I think, you know, it will always change. Now I have friends yeah. getting married. And so I've got new friends that are coming in and things like that. So I think that it's definitely something to not stress about yes. if, you know, people don't think, oh my gosh, I don't have my circle yet, or I haven't figured it out. Like you will, you know, it'll happen. But I think also the main point being, you know, you don't have to keep people around just because, you know, they've, they've been in your life a long time. If they're someone toxic or they're not bringing joy or they're not, you know, uplifting you, obviously support them. And, you know, maybe there's something deeper going on, but they, you know, don't have to always be in your life like you don't have to spend all of your energy on them and I think that's something that I learned a lot when I graduated college was you know people that kind of suck the energy out of me they can still be my life but they don't need to be ever present so um, yeah I think that you know people you'll you'll figure it out at all different companies and places (laughs) and all this different stuff I see it in the comedian world all the time but um, but yeah so I think it's like it all kind of starts to filter but also just leading the way that you want to, you know, 
be led by as well um, is really important in terms of that. And I'm so glad that you reassured us all that we're not supposed to have it figured out at, I think, any time. Because like you said, it's a process, you know? You meet new people. Even, like, sometimes I just look at my parents. I'm like, this is so interesting because my mom has her best friends, her best friends that she grew up with, and they still talk, you know? But the people she talks to the most are the people that she met, like you said, a few months ago during COVID, you know? Like, and that's, to me, that's crazy because... I, it's really hard for me to let go of things. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like, st- but you, you can't, you gotta just be like, if it's not meant to be like, it was great knowing you and I'll always be here for you, but it's time to just move on. Exactly. And it's like, I mean, I think the way to think about it is, you know, would you date someone that was, you know, kind of toxic? And I mean, oof, I'm sure the answer for me has been yes in the past, but, um, but you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you can only grow if you're not being held back by people. And so I think it's like, you know, you're not having to break up with a friend, but it's just kind of like, you know, that might be something that slow fades out. And it's the same thing in work. It might be something that sometimes co-founders don't work out. Like I didn't have a co-founder, but I know so many people that sometimes co-founders don't work out. And you just got to think about, you know, what's best for yourself and your mental health and the company. And I think, You know, it's the same thing with when I started to do some work with Beyond, the company that I'm, you know, that I went to Kilimanjaro with, I would have never thought that I was going to be helping them out. I just climbed a mountain with them. And, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things where I love all of them and I love their company and what they stand for and their small business. And it's not a female founded company like that's, you know, which is usually kind of the route I go. But I think it's something that those people uplift me and they gives so much value to my life that that's who I want in my life, you know? And so I think it's just being able to kind of get a sense for that and get a sense for if you're feeling drained around someone, that's probably not great. Um, you know, that's a really good measure of it. So, but like I said, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm barely figuring it out now and I'm now two years out of college. So, um, it, you know, it changes all the time. Yeah. You're, I mean, that's what, like that it's normal for things to change. It's normal for the people in your life to change. And I think a lot of people beat themselves up over that. It's like, oh my gosh, but this person has been friends with that person for 10 years, but I can't hold a relationship for like six, but it's normal. Like it happens, you know, it rotates. It's normal. Absolutely. It absolutely does. Yeah. Well, I think that that was a great little thing because we, I think we all needed that refresher. I definitely did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So just a few last questions. Um, What's your favorite thing about your career? Ooh. Um, Honestly, I would say that it changes every day. And that's in (laughs) reference to every facet of my career and all the careers that I'm doing. Um, I would say that it changes every day. I uh, get bored easily. And so, which I'm pretty sure like 90% of entrepreneurs would say. Yep. Um, so I would either say that or the fact that it can change someone's day. I wouldn't say life because yes, I believe that we're changing lives um, and we can save lives. But I also think that every single day it changes someone's day. So, you know, with group, that's obviously, you know, safety or inspiring a young woman to start a company or, you know, just giving someone a voice. 
Whereas, you know, with comedy, it might mean someone had a really bad day, but they had already bought a stinking ticket to a comedy show. And so they had to go to the show and then they laughed and they were better after the show. And so I think it's like, you know, there's so many ways. And, you know, obviously with Beyond, who I, you know, love that they literally change days and lives all the time because they're bringing someone to summit to the roof of Africa. You know, that's Mm -hmm. something that quite literally checks Mm -hmm people's bucket list right so, of course um yeah I think that that's definitely definitely a part of it I love it um what's something you wish or what's something that you would tell your 16 year old self if you could go back and tell her something oh my gosh um <laughs> stop stressing out and keep going to therapy <laughs> um probably I'm like the biggest therapy advocate I think it's amazing um but yeah I would say stop stressing stop stressing out um I, I like actually have jokes about this in my com- like comedy set about how stressed out all high schoolers are and I was and how much pressure there is like yes, yes. it matters yes get into college keep going to school like don't do <laughs> stupid things but at the very same time like life will move on if you're not in your number one I did not get into my number one I got denied and um, you know, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Like, thank goodness wow. I didn't go there. And so I think, you know, stop stressing out because everything will work out and there's a greater purpose, you know, doesn't matter what you believe in, who you believe in, what you follow, there is a greater purpose in this life and, you know, like choosing to be happy and choosing to love the people around you is so much more important than stressing out. So that's what I would say. Cause I was definitely overstressed. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who, who's your hero? Oh my gosh. Probably. Oh, there's so many of them. Honestly, I would probably say my friend Wynn actually. Oh, um, she, so she is, I think so many people's heroes uh, to see the impact she's made on people that never met her is unbelievable um everyone should google her her name's Wynn Burris and she literally I mean genuinely one of the best quotes that I ever saw was I always knew she was going to change the world I just didn't know she already had which I was like that is so profound and true so I would probably say her because a she just like loved everyone more than she I didn't even know was possible (laughs) um and so yeah, I would say she's probably my hero. She also like started every possible amazing cause that you could ever think of and was the smartest person I know. So yeah, oh. I would say that she is, uh, is my hero. How do you spell her name? Um, Burris is a B-U-R-R-U-S. B-U-R-R-E-S. Okay. U-S at the end. Oh, okay. oh oops. Oh, wow. Look at that. Google knows her name. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to look at that after, but wow. Thank you so much for coming. It was so amazing talking to you. Oh my gosh. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Why don't you go ahead and shout out anything and everything that you want to, and then I'll stop. (laughs) Amazing. Well, um, of course, if anyone ever wants to reach out to me, I'm super accessible on like Instagram, DM, LinkedIn, all the different things. My Instagram is just my first and last name. 
Uh, I do have TikTok for comedy purposes. So if you need a good chuckle, it's I love that. almost my first and last name, but it's actually my nickname Neens, N-I-N-Z Barnett. And um, yeah, feel free. Anyone can reach out, entrepreneurship, mentorship, anything at all. Comedy shows if you're in New York. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. That's such a perfect way to end the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of What's On Your Mind. I feel like my voice is very, very high-pitched in the beginning. Don't ask me why, but for some reason I feel like it's deeper now. I don't know. Maybe I have a cold. (laughs) But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to check out all the social medias and don't forget to download Get Group on the App Store and also just check out their website. It's just getgroop.com. And also don't forget to please, 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 please leave this podcast a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps. And um, yeah, it really helps. So please do it. And what else? Don't forget to follow my Instagram at Naya Jane and also the the podcast Instagram at what's on your mind dot pod. Okay, well, that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, I will see you next week for another another episode. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.